pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Topping the news this hour, just over 800 Oregonians are hospitalized with COVID-19 today. That's about 60 fewer than we saw yesterday. About 150 of those patients are in intensive care units. The Oregon Health Authority also reporting about 1,600 new cases and 20 more virus-related deaths. Meantime, Oregon State University is one of seven institutions across the country getting a grant from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. The money is to be used for reforms that make public health academic programs more equitable. KXL's Annette Newell reports. That rallying cry heard around the world following the murder of George Floyd. It sparked calls from students at OSU saying change is called for. I asked Professor Kate McTavish. Was that difficult to hear that kind of criticism and respond to it and hear the students saying, hmm, we're not being reached, we're not being seen, we're not being heard, and do kind of a gut check on that? Oh, of course. This is tough work (laughs) and Mm -hmm. feeling like you're doing things, but what you're doing is not enough is always difficult to hear. Now the university is getting $300,000 for an 18-month project. Jonathan Garcia is the director of OSU's Global Health Program and says the mission is to grow and flourish as people of color. Annette Newell, FM News 101. The man who shot and killed, was shot and killed, I should say, in Portland's 12th homicide of the year has now been identified. 39-year-old Andre Ethel was shot near Southeast 124th and Powell just after midnight on Monday morning. Police have not identified a suspect in that shooting. By the way, there have been more than 170 shooting incidents in the city so far this year. It is coming up on 4.05 now on FM News 101 KXL. And Oregon lawmakers today got a look at a bill that would open up betting on college games in Oregon. KXL's Mike Turner has the latest on that legislation. The bill would allow the Oregon lottery to control the betting. Senate President Peter Courtney is proposing the legislation. More than 150,000 bets were wagered safely through the Oregon Lottery during last year's Super Bowl alone. He says betting on college games could be handled safely through the lottery, but opponents don't like where this is heading. We're becoming widely known in the gambling industry as the Wild West, where anything goes with gambling in Oregon. And it's quite concerning when these kind of bills just show up virtually overnight. The bill has an amendment that would direct all proceeds to Oregon's Opportunity Grant Fund. Senator Courtney says passage of the bill would mean 3,000 new grants for low-income college students. Mike Turner, FM News 101. All right, Mike, thanks. Well, later this year in November, it might feel like March Madness to you at Moda Center. KXL's Grant McHill explains. Two star-studded college basketball tournaments are coming to Portland. As an extension to the PK-80 from five years ago, the Phil Knight Legacy and the Phil Knight Invitational will both be held Thanksgiving week. 32 games will be played in Child Center, Veterans Memorial Coliseum, and Moda Center. 16 men's teams and eight women's teams are participating, including powerhouses such as Duke, North Carolina, Michigan State, and Gonzaga, and local teams, Oregon, Oregon State, Portland State, and 
Portland. John Canzano from 750 The Game says it'll be an epic week for the area. It'll be a basketball festival, a bonanza. Portland will be the epicenter of the college basketball universe. Grant McHill, FM News 101. Hey, there's no use in crying over spilt milk, even 50 gallons of it. A truck carrying that milk rolled over on State Route 507 near Spanaway, Washington today. Driver is fine, fortunately, but the milk spilled all over the highway and crews have been working to clean it up all day long. There is an effort in Washington State to update the Death with Dignity Act to allow more people to use it. More now from KXL's Veronica Carter. Judy Kinney with End of Life Washington says even though it's been legal in her state for more than a decade, changes need to be made because the waiting period's too long. A quarter of our clients die in that 15-day waiting period, and so the bill shortens that period to 72 hours. Deborah McAlhannon and her husband Jim temporarily moved from Kentucky to Washington last year so he could end his own life legally. His wife says after being diagnosed with cancer for the second time, he was unable to eat. We don't treat our pets that way. We should not treat loving partners that way, just force them to starve themselves to death to rid themselves of terminal illness. Nine states have already passed laws to legalize it. Oregon was the first. The American Medical Association opposes it, calling the practice fundamentally incompatible with the physician's role as healer. Veronica Carter, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance on Portland's Afternoon News right now, 410 on FM News 101, KXL. And coming up at 416, a guy who thinks he is the luckiest man alive. I know there are other people who feel they're the luckiest person in the world because of their significant others, but I know I'm right. Just wait until you hear the amazing reason he feels that way about his wife. And then what the president had to say today about Russia and when he thinks an invasion of Ukraine might actually happen. That's in the five things you need to know coming up at 419. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance. All right, so Jeff Austin over in uh, the traffic center. Mm -hmm. There is a couple out there who can honestly say that they are absolutely, without question, a perfect match. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it's and it goes beyond their marriage. We're talking about Joe and Carol Borker. They've been married for over 40 years. And listen to what Joe tells CBS Mornings about how he feels about her. I am the luckiest man in the world. Now, I know there are other people who feel they're the luckiest person in the world because of their significant others, but I know I'm right. It is a joy every day to wake up with her, even days that, you know, we went to bed angry. Because I know in the long term, we'll get past it. It gets easier the older you get. All right, and Jeff, the reason, one of the reasons I should say, I guess, that uh, Joe feels kind of lucky is because Carol donated a kidney to keep him alive. Wow. Yeah, pretty impressive. After 10 years of fighting cancer, Joe's kidneys had had, uh, started to fail him. So the couple learned that Carol was a match and could donate one of her kidneys, and she did just that not long before their 43rd wedding anniversary. It is time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Mayton Real Estate. Luxury service and exceptional results. Mayton Real Estate. Number five. A strawberry grown in Israel is setting a new Guinness World Record. That strawberry weighs in at 10.19 ounces to shatter the record for the world's heaviest strawberry. The previous record was 8.82 ounces. The size of the strawberry is being attributed to colder-than-usual temperatures in 
January and February. Number four. It's not just old phones that may be affected by the impending 3G network shutdowns. Roadside assistance systems, medical devices, and home alarms that still depend on 3G networks to receive their updates could be impacted as well. Businesses are urging customers who still use 3G devices to either replace or upgrade them before the shutoff next week. Number three. The family of the cinematographer accidentally killed on the set of Rust is suing actor Alec Baldwin. The husband and son of that cinematographer also suing the producers of the film and other crew members. The wrongful death suit claims the production company broke basic rules for use of a firearm on a film set. Number two. A team of scientists and researchers is making key progress in treating HIV. They announced that they used a new stem cell transplant method on a woman in New York City for what's believed to be the third successful case ever where HIV is cured. Researchers say that woman is now off medication and she's completely healthy. Number one. President Biden urging Russia to choose diplomacy over war. As long as there is hope of diplomatic resolution that prevents the use of force and avoids incredible human suffering that would follow we will pursue it. Speaking at the White House today, Biden also warned against swift and or, or warned of, I should say, swift and harsh economic consequences if Russia does invade. And those are the five things that you need to know today.